Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to episode 128. Hi, Josh Roar. Hi, Laura Strum. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So uh, there's some stuff happening. A lot of announcements just uh, went up recently. So I'm just going to run down through the list to make sure everybody's aware of those and what's going on. So there is a form that was published. If you are interested in bidding for one of the pro qualifying meets, the, there's three to four of those that'll be accepted. And basically um, it's like a one platform, 28 lifter, two flights of 14, 14 men, 14 women. And the best lifter, if they hit the minimum dots, gets a pro card. So there's going to be a couple of those sanctioned here pretty soon. But the link for that, if you're interested in hosting one of those, is in the meet director resource center under the bid section. So anybody can bid for it. And basically the uh, pro series committee is going to kind of vet those out and then send it on to the EC for uh, selection and approval. So uh, if you're interested in bidding on one of those, the deadline to submit that is Saturday, February 11th, which is this coming Saturday in a few days. We also have the announcement of the Masters World Cup which is May 20th and 21st in Arlington tax, Arlington, taxes, Arlington, Texas. Um, I got taxes on the mind. I got to get mine done. (laughs) Um, So that's going to be kind of the first international meet held in the U S specific to masters. So uh, that should be pretty cool. Uh, Wes Zunker, Mm -hmm. I believe is running that. So I approve puts on pretty good meets. Mm -hmm. Um, Regionals. Registration is also open for regionals. So the Southeast region is in North Carolina this year. And the <clears throat> bonus of doing regionals, uh, for those that don't know, if you place top three in your division and weight class, you get a 50 kilo handicap towards a qualifying total. So let's just say, you know, the qualifying total is 500 kilos. I'm just making that up. And, you know, if I have my best day, I can hit a, I can hit 450. Well, if I hit 450, but that also places me top three in my weight class and division, I get that 50 kilo handicap total. So my 450 kilo total now actually qualifies me for the 500 kilo qualifying total. So it's a way for people that are right on that verge of making it to to nationals can go compete for a spot by placing top three. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I, I kind of like it because it, it forces oh. it forces the the lifters to understand the the gamesmanship of it, but also it's a lot of really good practice for the coaches, uh, to practice that gamesmanship that is always going on at the national level. So, um, oh. I think it's I think it's good. Well, it's always better to lift with um lifters that are just better than you, you know. Yeah, That's, of course. It, it brings you up, brings your game up. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's a way to, you know, people that are just right on the verge, like, you know, you, you can't say enough about the experience of lifting at a national meet. So, you know, a lot of people argue like, well, you know, if I'm, 
you know, using a 50 kilo handicap, I'm not really good enough to compete. Who gives a shit? Like you need to get there and get that experience. That way, when you a year later are a better lifter and potentially able to contend, you don't want to experience your first meet with high expectations. You want to have already experienced what it's going to be like. So you're not caught off guard. Mm, yep. So if you can make it by any means, get there and do it is my recommendation. Yep. I agree. Or don't, I don't care unless you're my lifter. <laughs> so the other, the other thing with regionals is the best overall master's lifter gets their master's pro card. So we talked about the pro card, the pro qualifying meets being bid on right now. That's for the open division. The master's pro qualifying meets are actually at regionals. So you just enter regionals regularly. And if you're the best overall master's lifter in your region um, by dots with the age mm -hmm. coefficient, then you get your master's pro card. So that's also a added incentive there to, to sign up for that meet. If you're a master's lifter. I like this extra attention to master's lifters. Yes. It warms my heart. Now, now that I'm a master's lifter. <laughs> um, you didn't appreciate it before. Oh, I always did, but you know, it's, know, it's kidding. I don't know. So, you know, I always appreciated it, but now I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like there's justification for my aches and pains now. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait. I, fe I feel heard. Just turned 40. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think I've, I've identified with masters lifters for about 20 years now. So you can argue that I'm actually just into my M3s mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. You're an old man in a young person's body. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Um, so uh, there's another meet that just popped up on the calendar, the Atlanta open and Atlanta primetime, which is going to be May 20th at Meadow Creek high school in Norcross. Uh, so they're running the Atlanta open like they have the last couple of years, but they're also throwing in a primetime session. It's just going to be the top lifters being invited. And I only found out about this. It wasn't on the USAPL Georgia website. It was sanctioned and on the USA Powerlifting website, but I didn't notice it. Anyway, long story short, so three of our girls uh, got invites. None of them knew about it because, you know, with Instagram, you have to accept like uh, message yeah. requests and things like that. So nobody saw it. So uh, if you're one of the top lifters in Georgia and you think you might have gotten an invite to this, you should check your Instagram DMs because there's a chance it's in there and you didn't see it. Yeah, Instagram messaging probably not the best way to communicate to people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 mean, I I wouldn't. Yeah, probably yeah. not. But I mean, the thing is, nobody checks email either. So like, right? So you're screwed either way. <laughs> yeah, Instagram. It just mm -hmm. depends on the crowd. I think. Like, I think the younger crowd, Instagram is probably the way to go. Older crowd, I don't know. Telegram, yeah. maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, I think email either way probably would be still like. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe not. I mean, I would do it all. Like I, I, I you know, it's just a lot more work. Like right. cause there's so many different ways to communicate. Like I can send them a, like a message them on Twitter, send them a Facebook message, send them a text mm -hmm. message, send them a Marco Polo. Send, right. You know, there's all these things. <laughs> carrier pigeon. Yeah. Carrier pigeon. That's, yeah, that's the be a good one. tried, but true way to do it. So anyway, uh, just saying all that to, uh, you know, check your DMs just in case and wanted to mention all those meets because uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Oh, one more thing I forgot to, oh. to mention. February 5th, the 
uh, NGB meeting notice was published. It's in the NGB information on the USAPL website. You need to be a member and you can sign in to view it. So the NGB is going to be part of Raw Nationals this year. Um, traditionally, it's been always with Open Nationals. Oh. Um, and then last year was Mega Nationals. So the NGB is going to be Monday, September 18th from 9 to 5 in Memphis, Tennessee. So definitely, if you're a member, I would encourage everybody to go. It's very good to have a better understanding of what's going on in the organization, how things are ran, things like that. I would love to see everybody go. Absolutely. It's a good experience, if nothing else, to see how the organizations run and, yeah, get a peek behind the curtains. Yep. And there are, I mean, not wasn't planning to go through all this, but there's three executive committee positions up for grabs and vice president seat is up for grabs. I say up for grabs. I mean, it's the election time. It doesn't mean it's vacant. Okay. okay. I, guess I, I guess I should be clear how I say that. Do better. Yeah, we do better anyway. All right. <laughs> Driving songs. Driving songs. So we have a new music list coming up. I've been doing my research. I've got a list. I'm going through it. So it's brought to my attention that I didn't put the link in the bio like last week or two weeks ago, something like that. It's in there now. Um, however, nobody has signed up yet. We have not received one submission for top five driving songs. So the deadline to do that is February 14th, Valentine's Day. It's coming up. So make sure you do right. that. So I'm thinking that people are like me, that they're like, they're making a list and then they made a playlist and now they're playing it while they're driving. Or that's what I'm doing. They're putting it off and haven't done it like I am doing. None of it? You've not done any of it? I mean, I have songs in my head, but I haven't done any research yet. Wow. Yeah, putting it off. Stop. It doesn't mean I'm not going to submit the best list available. Well, and then what I'd like to do is see if we can get a Spotify list going with all of the songs so that people can practice driving for like a week, you know, with the Spotify list going and driving. And they're thinking, man, I'm digging these songs. And then they could like have the data that they need to vote on these lists. That's actually a great idea. Uh, are you offering to create the Spotify list? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not even sure how to do that. <laughs> well, I think I've done it. I've done it. I know how to make a Spotify list. All right. It, as long as we get. A, I, 100, um, I just want to be clear. I 100% am not going to do that. <laughs> I, I, I have no interest in doing it. All right. You get me the list. I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Deal. Yeah. As long as technology does not thwart me. You're like, shit. Shit, me and my stupid mouth <laughs> me and my stupid ideas i just made work for myself yeah but i mean that's how people can get familiar with the lists and yeah know. before i think that's a great idea and i actually kind of we should have thought of that years ago <laughs> when we started doing this stuff <laughs> have people listen to the music instead of just voting based on um yeah <clears throat> chris elmore having um lots of teenage friends. okay have you ever, did you ever watch Home Improvement with Tim Allen? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay. So there's this one episode where Jill, his wife is talking about something from her childhood or something like at a zoo and there's wallabies or something like that. And apparently she tells this story over and over and over. Cause every time she starts to tell it, all the kids at the same time go, <laughs> not the wallaby story. This reminds me of that. Not the Elmore story. I'm mad. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. Josh, 
if you were if your list were to win, what would you get? Uh, so basically, out of sheer laziness, I haven't went out and solicited a sponsor. So what I'm going to do is give a hundred dollars worth of Team Roar apparel to whoever wins. So I anything mean. we have in stock, which is still quite a bit of stuff, um, different things, give you a choice of kind of what you want. So is your favorite shirt now gone? It's that one's moved on. We. St- <sighs> We still have that shirt. Damn it. We still have it, but it has no price because it's not listed for sale anywhere. Mm, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that counts or not. Maybe. I don't know. Does everyone know what your favorite shirt is? I'm sure you're going to tell them. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It just never gets old. So this is there's this amazing shirt that somebody made and at first it was just like drawn on hand drawn on a t-shirt that someone wore to a team or training session and it said team roar uh did it say 50 shades of roar on the front or is it just the back that said um chains and cages don't scare us i don't know you're the one telling the story yeah i don't remember if what the front said if the front said anything but the, the chains and cages don't scare us you know inciting the whole like Visual. It also does. It also doesn't right. say that. You don't really say that. Not. It's oh, close. Shit. You're you're a little off track. Huh. Fine. The front says Fifty Shades of Roar. <laughs> you're doing this on purpose. In the back, because you know I can't stand when things aren't just right. So the back, the back says, "Chains and cages are nothing new to us." <laughs> oh, so true. There, are you happy? So true. I am. <laughs> You know how to get under my skin. It really, it's really annoying. Oh, I know. But you know, Josh, I think we're coming up on like an anniversary, like you and I, of, uh, you know, like when I actually met you. I think we're we're going back like 11 years now because it's about this time of year that I started training with you. It was like, yeah. Was it? I, what time of year? I don't remember. I mean, I remember, but I don't remember what time of year it was. Well, Dan and I had just gotten married and then I um, did the border, uh, was it border bash? What's, what was it called? Battle on the border? Uh, battle on the battle on the border in North Carolina. Yeah, which, uh, which was in early March. Crazy. Well, happy anniversary. 11 years. <laughs> yeah. I know how to get under your skin. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So I'm... here's, here's something else that, that gets under my skin that, every time makes me think of you. So when, Hmm. when, when Amy gets done with a set of squats or when I'm putting her straps up or whatever it is, she always turns in a, in a direction that is like, I either have to like straddle a bunch of random shit on the floor or like squeeze between the knee, the the wrap roller and something else to put them up. I'm like, just Hmm. stand still. Like, you're right in the middle of no- of nowhere. Like I can easily just take one step and put your straps up. Instead, you have to like create this freaking obstacle course for me to, to do anything. And it reminds me of you. I swear you two have talked because you both do the <laughs> same exact thing. Like oh. it's like, it's, it's like you couldn't, it's like you couldn't try to, to make it more difficult. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, um, my heart is warm that Amy's filling that void. 
it's every time. <laughs> like, man. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. And I tell her every time, I'm like, just stop moving. Like, I started <laughs> I calling her Laura. I'm like, I go, hey, Laura, why don't you stop turning? You're welcome. Good times. Boy, you got me all riled up now. Hope you're happy. <laughs> yep, I am. So the powerlifting situation, Josh, want me to ask you? What would you do? Let me ask you. Okay. So you packed your bag for a meet and are all set to go to the airport at 4 a.m. At 3 a.m., just before your alarm goes off, you wake up in a panic. You were dreaming that you forgot to pack something. Do you go through your entire bag or trust that you packed everything? Well, can I say both? Because <laughs> I have a list. I would have a list. I would like obsessively cross it off. And then I would pack my bag. And then I would normally unpack it and then go through the list again. But if I woke up because I had a bad dream that I forgot to pack something, I would go through my bag and make sure I packed it. So the answer is not both. You would go through it. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't trust. I'm neurotic. I mean, that's a, that's probably what I would do. Because the fuck up fairy has flown low over me so many times. I went to a Super Bowl party this weekend. <laughs> the, Super <Bowl. laughs> the, the Super Bowl hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. <sighs> so, yeah, I go to this party. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, there's no one here. <laughs> Am I early? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. The fuck up, Perry. Flying low. So, yeah, I don't trust anything, but I do. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Oh, good yeah. to know. Boy, and I've had those dreams. I, I've had, there was one recently where you were getting me ready for a meet, and I was like walking up to do my first squat, and I'm like, wait, I don't have any of my equipment on. <laughs> And you put in like this really crazy opener and I'm like, I can't squat like this. Yeah. Powerlifting nightmares. They're real. Yeah. I still have them. I still have them about like, it's weird. Like I'll still have dreams about like as a meat director driving to oh, yeah. the 2014 Alabama state meet that I'm running and forgetting the bar or just like very specific. Like, yeah. like it's so weird. It's annoying, but it, it's, it's real, man. I wake up like seriously freaked out. Like, man, I got to go all the way back to Atlanta to get, yeah. wait, I'm dreaming about a meet that I ran <laughs> 10 years ago. <sighs> you were scarred. I am scarred. Yeah, we knew this. So what's your new lifter tip for us? So the tip is do the little things. So as you ramp up for hitting your heavy lifts and training, the little things almost become more important because your body starts to tighten up. Um, example, you know, when you're handling heavier weights more often, AKA going into a meet, you know, you're going to feel tighter. Muscles are going to want to tighten down. So you got to spend more time stretching, more time doing your mobility. A uh, good example would be like your thoracic mobility for bench. You know, when you're benching heavy, that is harder to maintain the arch because you're holding more weight, well, your body also starts to, you know, slowly lose that mobility. So, you know, it's just one of those things like we get so hyper-focused on, you know, the meat's coming up, you know, we're in meat prep, blah, blah, blah. 
yes, the heavyweights become very important, but you can also very significantly diminish how much you can lift by starting to neglect some of these things that maybe you didn't have to spend quite as much time and focus on before to maintain, but now you got to actually spend more time. Um, so yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. I would always get like massages right before that. I miss my massages. Boy. Well, technically you could still get them without <laughs> competing. But True. That's what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. It's also living out in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of harder. Which brings me to the Team Raw Weekend. Yeah. That's coming up um, in June. So if you're part of Team Rory, you should plan on coming out for that. And I did find that there is a local lodge um, up in a state park that's only about 10, 15 minutes away from here that has rooms that weekend if anybody doesn't want to camp in a barn. There are absolutely a few lifters that I've talked to. Uh, they didn't make it last year, and they said – so. They basically said this year, like, yeah, like it sounds like a lot of fun, but I'm not sleeping in a barn. <laughs> Point blank. So yep. cool. So, so there's there, a lodge that people could stay in. There is a lodge. There's uh, I did check the availability. There is plenty of availability. Um, the double rooms aren't the cheapest, but it is kind of a cool place and it's got an awesome view. Um, for But for a double room, it's still doable. Um, there is a cabin that sleeps eight that is um, probably cheaper per person if anybody's interested in doing that you should build a cabin on the farm by june mm. by, ju by june and never let anybody stay there except for during team Roar weekend it's a great investment then return on investment be great well that's good to know though because uh there were some people that were pretty sure they're not coming just because they don't want to sleep on an air mattress like two yeah. weeks out from a meet which i get um, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I think everybody did pretty darn well after sleeping on an air mattress last year. So, yeah, and there are Airbnbs nearby too. It's just an amazing area with like nature and shit. Awesome. Sounds. Well, good. that's all I got, Josh. That's all I got, Laura. All right. Well, until next week. Bye now. Bye now waiting for you to say bye and that was just weird and awkward thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode of the powerlifting and power ballads podcast please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends <laughs>